the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we are yo-yoing troops back into Afghanistan to CYA our withdrawal. Uh, gas is a dollar a gallon more expensive than it was a year ago at this time. Uh, Hunter Biden may have lost a third laptop to the Russians. But hey, no mean tweets. So it's a good day to be in America and to be listening to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 The Answer. Glad to have you with us. It's an abbreviated edition of the show today as we will yield to Pittsburgh Steeler pregame at 6 o'clock tonight. But before that, I'm excited to introduce you to a candidate for governor in the state of Ohio. You've seen the signs, right, with the cowboy hat? Joe Blystone for governor? And you've probably thought, well, I know our current governor, Mike DeWine, and I've heard of Jim Renacci. Who is Joe Blystone? Well, Joe Blystone is, well, kind of an everyday Joe, a very successful Joe. He's a farmer. He's a cattleman. He has a restaurant. Many of you know him because he's located in Canal Winchester. And Joe is what American politicians used to be, successful in their regular life, but compelled to run and serve their fellow man as representatives. He says he's, if elected governor, will serve only one term. So Joe Blystone, 534 today. Mark it on your calendar. Give a listen and get to know the guy who is a very intriguing candidate on the Republican side in the gubernatorial primary that will happen in 2022. If you have business in a Columbus City building or if you are a Columbus City employee, uh, dig deep in your pocket, uh, into the console of your car, somewhere underneath the uh, shirts and socks in your drawer at home, Time to retrieve your mask. Uh, Mayor Andrew Ginther announced today that because Franklin County is among the CDC-targeted areas as a high level of transmission for COVID-19, it's time to mask up once more. Well, no. If you're vaccinated, sorry, you're not exempt either. So I'm increasingly skeptical of the impact of the vaccine. Uh, It was portrayed, and I believe it was, a miracle, a expedited, urgent, um, innovative thing to get a medical intervention onto the market. But anything that's done quickly has the possibility of being done, mm, not poorly, but maybe less... Uh, perfectly than it could be done. And COVID is an ever-moving target. I don't think anyone 
should be blamed uh, if, in fact, the vaccines, which should, in fact, be termed shots, not vaccines, because they don't appear to have the long-lasting nature of other vaccines like smallpox and chickenpox. Um, I don't think anybody's to be blamed. I think everybody put their best technology into it. I don't think it's nefarious. I don't think they're programming your body to become a robot that adheres to leftist policies or anything like that. But I think that as we get to know more about COVID and as COVID mutates more, it's reasonable, maybe not predictable, but reasonable, that these shots won't do what everyone thinks they're going to do. And I know masks don't do what everyone wants them to do, which is offer you 100% insulation against viral infection. No, the fibers of your mask are not such that they will stop the droplets that contain the COVID-19 virus. It's just not true. Yet, Andrew Ginther and school districts at an increasing pace are requiring you to go back to the political theater of wearing masks. And Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, the uh, new Ohio Department of Health director, says that if your kids are not old enough to be vaccinated, which is age 12, uh, your kids should be wearing masks, even if they are not required to by their schools. Here is a quote from Dr. Vanderhoff to the Statehouse News Bureau. He says, uh, there are, in fact, studies of masking that have looked at Do masks protect the wearer even if an infected patient is not, in fact, themselves wearing a mask? And there is, yes, they do provide substantial protection. Great. Good. There are other studies that show that masks don't do what people say they do. So, as always, I favor this to be a personal choice. I'm not in favor of mask mandates. I'm not in favor of vaccine mandates. I'm in favor of individual autonomy and allowing you to make your own decisions. It won't be long before our state house will be back in session. And they have a whole bunch of possibilities on their legislative agenda that concern COVID and what you will or will not be forced to do regarding COVID and precautions against it. Senate Bill 209 would not allow either the state or local school districts to require anyone to wear a facial covering in school. Hmm, that would be a very popular bill, I think, with rural Ohio. It would be a very unpopular bill with Columbus, Cincinnati, and Dayton and Cleveland city schools because all of those have mandated masks on school kids when they start probably next week or the week after. Uh, The sponsor of that bill, Andrew Brenner of Delaware, says that he is not convinced that masking kids outweighs the cons of masking kids. But when you talk to the health professionals... There are no cons to masking kids. There are none. Oh. What about the psychological effects of denying a youngster being able to follow his teacher's signals via body language, smiles, things like that? Mm, Those don't exist, according to those who would have you believe that masking up will deliver you from all the possible infections that are circulating out there in the air. Uh, Democrats, of course, condemn this bill. Uh, They do not like it. And when I say Democrats, of course, I'm talking about the head of the Ohio Education Association, the teachers union. His name is Scott DeMario. He says, this is a terrible piece of legislation. Now, I want you to listen closely to Mr. DeMario's second statement. 
if you start limiting the ability to require masks, you increase the likelihood that schools will have to shut down and transition to remote learning. Hmm. Seems to me they were all about going with remote learning a year ago. Okay, I guess I should applaud him for learning his lesson on that. Uh, And I do think it's interesting that he is saying that it's unfair that you could limit people in terms of requiring masks. But he doesn't seem to have any problem establishing some kind of edict that you must wear a mask. So I can certainly make a plausible argument that if one is wrong, they're both wrong. That this is and should and hopefully will always remain an individual decision. So that's Senate Bill 209. Then there's House Bill 248, which would prohibit businesses from requiring a vaccination. So they could not fire you if you didn't get a vaccine. And then there's a variation of that. It's House Bill 350, which would exempt hospitals and doctor's offices and nursing homes from that bill. But everybody else could not require you to get a vaccine. So uh, I am happy that our legislature has sent the signal to Governor DeWine that, hey, we will override your veto. You cannot have control over this situation. We do not like the way you stewarded your authority over the state of Ohio and its citizens back during the initial stages of COVID. The other aspect of House Bill 350 that I really like If you fired somebody for not being vaccinated against COVID, you could be sued for discrimination. And I think that makes sense. I think that makes perfect sense. So COVID remains the number one news story out there. It has not escalated deaths. The ICU admissions are not up. Uh, I do not traffic daily in the number of cases. Because I think that is a shrill, overstated, myopic way of looking at this pandemic. The correlation between positive cases and deaths does not exist at this moment as it did in the early to mid stages of COVID. Hence, I will not, until it becomes a more applicable ratio, emphasize it on this show, or induce you to panic as if there is some black plague out there awaiting you, causing you to obsess and focus and worry about it minute to minute. We will live our life. We will enjoy as much as you can enjoy 90 degree oppressive humidity, and we will press on toward more important things here on The Bruce Hooley Show. And uh... Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 The Answer. Uh, I was listening during the break to Joe Biden call his son Hunter the smartest man I know. I've heard that. I just I had to hear it for myself because I didn't want to repeat it to you. It wasn't true. Uh, He actually said that. The smartest man I know to Stephen Colbert. Maybe you get dumb when you talk to Stephen Colbert. You have to be dumb to watch it or at least 
Maybe you're not dumb, but you're uh, torturing yourself watching Colbert. But why am I bringing up Hunter Biden? Uh, Because Hunter is back in the news. Well, at least he's in the news in foreign countries. Uh, Hunter Biden is not going to be mentioned on tonight's NBC, CBS, or ABC evening news. He's not going to make MSNBC or CNN. He will, of course, star on Breitbart, The Daily Wire, any other news organization that admittedly leans conservative, or one that's down the middle. Because, just ask yourself this. If the son or daughter of Donald Trump were on videotape with a prostitute talking about uh, being drunk and high and having their laptop stolen by the Russians, would that be news? Would anybody have interest in that? Do you think? Maybe? Kind of? Sort of? Huh? But Hunter Biden? I mean, I will acknowledge that uh, it happens so often that it's not exactly, you know, like out of the ordinary. And then because we always say, you know, you don't write about the plane that lands. You write about the plane that crashes. Hunter Biden is the plane that crashes virtually every week or month. Uh, This latest videotape discovered by the Daily Mail uh, is not for the uh, innocent eyes out there or innocent ears. Uh, But it shows Hunter Biden in a compromising position in a Las Vegas hotel suite uh, with a prostitute, um, which is bad enough. But when you then confide in said prostitute that uh, the Russians who you've been partying with in $10,000 a night penthouses uh, on cocaine and vodka benders uh, stole another laptop from you, which, and does this indicate a well person that he's filming illicit sexual encounters and drug addled and alcohol induced uh, behavior? And saving it to his computer hard drive. Uh, That seems a little bit weird to me. Particularly when you are the son of someone who is running for president. Which, by the way, he mentions to the Russian prostitute. That, uh, you know, there's a chance they could blackmail me. Because my dad is very famous. Yes. And he also says that uh, he makes, he being Hunter Biden, makes and I quote, a gazillion dollars. He doesn't say why. Well, he kind of does. Because he makes a gazillion dollars from Burisma and other places because he is the son of a former vice president and now the current president. So this is extremely frustrating that, imagine this now, Joe Biden will not be asked about this. He will not be asked about it. We have grown like the frog in the water that is taken from a tepid temperature to a boiling temperature gradually. We have become just accustomed to this rampant, raging media bias toward Democrats and against Republicans. You know 
you absolutely know that no child of any Republican politician of note could get away with anything remotely close to this kind of behavior. But Hunter Biden, oh, the son of the president? The same media that obsessed for years and years about a fabricated tape of Donald Trump doing something similar to this, which never happened, yet it was in the news constantly and fed the image of Trump as a Russian asset and a Russian cat's paw and cost U.S. taxpayers tens of millions of dollars for a Mueller investigation that found nothing. That same concern (laughs) held by our national media is now not even worth a mention or a question on any of their news programs. And given that, I just wonder, and I really sincerely do wonder this, how can you be a Democratic constituent and not see not acknowledge, and not feel at all ashamed, not just uncomfortable, ashamed of the way the system operates in such an unfair fashion. We are a country, I assume, where we still value equal treatment. It's kind of a part of our American DNA, fairness, right? How many of the arguments that are pushed, pushed hard by people on the left, trace back to fairness? I don't agree with any of the tenets of CRT. I don't agree with any of the tenets that a man at birth can be in any way, shape, or form a woman, but the case is made ardently on the left, and eventually that case boils down to, in some way, shape, or form, an issue of fairness. If that's going to be a cornerstone of the argument that you're making about those whacked assertions, how can fairness have absolutely no place in your conversation, in your evaluation? in your acknowledgement of how things work politically in America, left and right. I mean, this is just, I mean, this Hunter Biden. And also, by the way, it is a reflection on Joe Biden, the person, the parent, the leader, that his son is an epic train wreck. But he's capable Apparently, you think, because some of you voted for him, of making the most important decisions as the leader of our country. I am continually astounded at how blind the left has become to its delusions about Joe Biden, about I'm pretty sure crimes he's committed, glad-handing and photo-opping 
his way to untold wealth that is not at all explainable for someone even who has spent five decades in the Senate and as vice president. He shouldn't own multiple homes and be a multiple millionaire based upon that kind of service. This guy is rotten to the core. His son is demonstrable proof of that. And the American media's absolute unwillingness to administer any kind of fairness in this matter shows you just how corrupt they are and the party they support is. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 